Welcome to How to Mama Without Drama. I'm your host, Nellie Westby, and today is titled Teenagers and Self-Contradiction. I've received an overwhelming request for teenage guidance. One parent said to me, I listen to your podcast regularly and hear your passion for early childhood and child development, but you very rarely speak about teenagers. If I'm to be transparent, I find that teenagers are a unique breed. I titled this podcast Teenagers and Self-Contradiction as teenagers are often self-contradictory. They strive for individuality, yet desperately crave acceptance from their peers. They act like they know everything, but yet lack experience. They think they're on top of the world, but truly are insecure. Majority of teenagers thrive in testing and challenging authority, and some even become self-destructive. So the question remains, what do we do in the face of a challenging adolescent? I know I've shared in previous podcasts that my first three children went through the quote, typical teen years, pushing our buttons, trying to exert their power. And although it was challenging by God's grace, we got through and they're wonderful young adults. Then came the baby of the family who was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 12. And he gave us a run for our money through the teenage years in a variety of ways. Some behaviors he displayed were disobeying, backtalking, rule-breaking, haggling, provoking, dismissing, and much more. What we did learn through raising him is during those moments, the more reactive we became, the more he felt he had power and succeeded in pushing our buttons. Understand that when you are facing a difficult teenagers, you have to avoid giving away your power and remain calm. When you feel upset or challenged by them before you say something that will provoke and worsen the situation, take a deep breath, and when you have regained composure, think of responses to calm the situation down, not adding fuel to the fire. I know, easier said than done. Next is to establish clear boundaries. This should begin in the formative years and continue throughout young adulthood. Keep in mind that during the teen years, they want to experience greater independence, so they will inevitably challenge you in order to test their extent of power. So this happened to us over and over and over again. But the one story that sticks out in my mind that I can give as an example is when Jake was a freshman in high school, he came home and he shared with us that he had been learning about different religions and history that week. And we've always had very open discussions in our house about a variety of topics. So they know they can speak very openly. And toward the end of the week, when he came home, I said, how was school today? And he said, it was great. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. He never says that about school because he was just my one to always struggle with it. So I said, okay, well, what was great about it? And he said, you remember how I told you I'm learning about different religions in school? I said, yeah. He said, well, today I found out I got rights. And he said it with like, just overconfident. And I was like, clarify what you got rights means. So he proceeds to say, my teacher gave the example today that she has raised three children and she raised them to be Catholic. But her son, who's a freshman in high school, came home and said, mom, I'm not Catholic anymore. I don't want to go to church and I don't even know if I believe in God. And she said, boys and girls, this is beautiful because although we raise our children all the same way, my children have rights. And so that's his right to choose what he wants to do and what he wants to believe. And Jake's, again, saying this to me with all this confidence. And I looked at him. I said, so what are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me you don't want to go to church? Are you trying to tell me that you're struggling with faith? What's the point of what you're saying? And all of a sudden, he began to stutter. And he said, no, no, no. But I got rights. I just want you to know that I have them. So I leaned into him. And I looked at him with a very firm voice. And I said, 
oh, honey, you have no rights. I own your, I'll say, buttocks on the podcast until you're 18 years old. And all of a sudden, he kind of stood up stiff. And I said, the only right you have, son, is not to be abused. Are you abused? And he said, no. I said, are you taken care of in this home? He said, yes, very much. I said, okay, does your teacher wake up to make you lunch at four o'clock in the morning before she leaves for work like I do? And he said, no. Does your teacher pay for your clothing and your bills? He says, no. Okay, then son, you have no rights. When you're 18, then you have the rights to choose what you want. And he just walked away like, oh my word, I should have not tried that. But you know what? In those situations, it's really critical that you as the parent have to set firm boundaries. You need to articulate clearly with authority. Back up your statement with actions. Keeping the boundaries in every situation and make sure you're treated with respect. Listen, all of my kids can absolutely, they're entitled to having their own opinion. And now that my children are adults and two of them live out of the house, I love love, love that they have their own opinions on everything in the world. And I would never change that. I don't try to control their views on politics or beliefs or anything. But we have open and respectful conversations one with another. However, when they were in our home under our care until the age of 18, I'm sorry, but that is your time as a parent to set those firm boundaries and don't lose them during the teen years. One of my favorite quotes is from author James Humes. He says, the art of communication is the language of leadership. This is particularly true when it comes to working with teenagers and motivating them. When you're facing a difficult young person, you must strengthen your position by utilizing assertive communication skills. In conclusion today, difficult teens are not always easy to deal with, but we have learned a few effective skills and strategies to assist in minimizing their defiance. And we will have part two of this podcast next week. Until next time. (laughs) 